you're listening to the voice of dog i'm kaki your faithful fireside companion and today's story is getting naked at gunnison by patrick who is a furry writer that enjoys commissioning art involving nudism exhibitionism and other sorts of naked shenanigans and writing short stories around them he can be found mainly on furfinity and twitter this story was edited by fellow writer Marcus Heckenberry and was inspired by art made by Basie Befuddle, both of whom can be found on Twitter as at WellIfIMust and at Basie Befuddle, respectively. Please enjoy Getting Naked at Gunnison by Patrick. So, Pat, you're saying Percy seriously didn't tell you why she chose this beach over all the others? The mountain goat whined. Andrew, I told you, I have no idea. The green avian next to him answered for the third time in the past hour. It was their mutual lover Percy's idea of having a beach day. While it was neither Andrew's nor Patrick's first thought when it came to an enjoyable day out, the conniving canine was able to convince them otherwise with a friendly little bit of private fun. However, once Percy told them which beach they were going to, the duo began doubting her rationale. The location in particular was none other than Gunnison Beach, New Jersey, which happened to be an hour-and-a-half-long drive from Andrew's home in Brooklyn, and even farther away from Pat's house in Suffolk County. Hence, the carpool to the site and the bird's cramped sedan didn't leave the pair in the best of moods, to say the least. Hauling their food and toiletries from the car to the beach in the summer heat didn't help either. Nonetheless, they carried on, with Andrew holding on to their accessory-stuffed rucksack, while Pat walked with the cooler in tow. After trudging across the hot parking lot asphalt and the splintering wooden walkway for the past ten minutes, the pair finally reached the soft, sandy dunes of the beach. "'Look, all I'm saying is that we could have gone to Brighton Beach or Jones Beach, even,' Andrew complained. "'If Percy wanted to go to the beach, we didn't have to drive all the way to fucking Jersey.' "'Did you bother to ask her why it had to be this beach?' Pat fired back. "'Of course I did. She kept telling me, "'It's a surprise!' he asserted, making air quotes to highlight the paraphrased dialogue. Surprise? She didn't say anything to me about... Oh. What? I think I have an idea of what her surprise is. Oh, great, he deadpanned. Do you mind letting me... Hold that thought, Pat objected. Do you mind if I get my hands on something from the backpack? Unanswered, Andrew sighed in response, rolling his eyes. Knock yourself out. As Pat rested the cooler on the ground, Andrew turned his back to him and presented the knapsack to the avian. Behind him, the mountain goat could hear the noticeable sound of Velcro being ripped apart and zippers unzipping. He could feel the weight on his back shifting as Patrick dug through their inventory. "'So what did you need?' Andrew asked. "'Sunscreen.' "'Sunscreen? But we already put it on after we parked.' "'Yeah, but now we need more.' "'More?' Andrew thought to himself." The parrot's response didn't make any sense. The both of them lathered up head to toe once they stepped out of the car. Head, arms, body, legs. They even helped each other get the hard-to-reach spots on their respective backs. The only places they didn't get were already covered by their bathing suits. Would this happen to have anything to do with the surprise? Wait, did you not see the sign? What sign? The one we just walked by. It was then that the backpack-touting Capronet did a 180 and looked back toward the path they had taken, and finally noticed the sign erected right off to the side. It was a fairly small sign, so it was no wonder he passed it without seeing it. However, it wasn't the sign itself that was much of a surprise, but rather what the sign itself said. Notice, nude sunbathing allowed. 
Immediately after reading those four words, the gears in the goat's head began to turn and all the peculiarities of the day started to make sense. Of course she took us to a nude beach, he acquiesced. Clothing optional, technically, the bird corrected. Andrew took a moment to reflect on some of Pat's previous statements about the sunscreen before coming to another conclusion. You're naked right now, aren't you? Not even bothering to wait for an answer, Andrew turned his head over to Pat's direction. Sure enough, Pat stood there with his manhood on full display, his hands spreading sunscreen across his derriere like it was butter on an oven-fresh biscuit, and his swimsuit nowhere to be found. Whatever the opposite of surprise was, the goat was feeling it in spades. I mean, why not? Patrick defended himself. I've never been to a proper clothing-optional beach before. It's only fair I take advantage of the opportunity, right? Besides, Percy probably ditched her suit the moment she got here. And dare I ask what happened to yours? Put it in the backpack. It was kind of tight anyway. Speaking of... Popping the cap back on the bottle of sunscreen, the now pantsless parrot circled Andrew, put it back in the Caprinet's pack, and properly zipped it up. Finished with the chore, Pat strutted over to the cooler and picked up its handle. All right, let's get going, he cheered, walking ahead. With a shrug, Andrew followed alongside him. Over the next few minutes, the two continued their trip in relative silence. While Andrew had his eyes on the lookout for his canine lover, he would occasionally glance over at Pat. He couldn't help but notice how the bird happened to be walking with a bit more pep in his stride, humming to himself and swishing his tail every time he took a step forward. The goat was glad his friend's mood had improved upon his change of outfit, but it certainly wasn't the normal reaction an avian would have to having both of his peckers out for everyone to see. Then again, Percy happened to have a similar mentality, and if anything, it was these individual perverted peculiarities that he, his girlfriend, and his metamor had that made the three of them such a unique polycule. Now if only the two men could find the damn poodle! As time passed, the search for their mischievous little friend was proving to be harder than expected. The sun bearing down on them was proving to be a hindrance, as the first drops of sweat formed on Andrew's brow. Wiping them off with his arm, the goat longed for the reprieve of his air-conditioned apartment, and was willing to bet Pat felt the same. Not to be a stick in the mud, but we could have just gotten naked at home. We could have, Pat replied. But to be perfectly honest, I think it's a lot more refreshing being nude out here. Well, of course you would say that. What's that supposed to mean? Oh, you know, the whole thrill of being seen thing? Mm, Okay, I admit, I can be a bit of an exhibitionist sometimes. Only a bit. But this is nudism! It's completely different! Since when are you a nudist? Since the moment I realized that being casually naked is just as enjoyable as being sexually naked. So you're a nudist and an exhibitionist? Yep. Andrew sighed again as he rubbed the perspiration from his forehead for a second time. All right, fine. It's nudism. It's too hot to argue. That settled, the duo continued their trek to locate Percy. That is, until Patrick started giggling a few seconds later. What? Andrew asked. Nothing. Come on, don't nothing me. Uh, Seriously, it's nothing. Then don't fucking hide it. Ugh. The avian gave in. I was just thinking, when you said it was too hot to argue, you could always do what I did if you wanted to cool down. Dude, really? The goat scowled. What? Not like I haven't seen you in the nude before. I'm not changing into my birthday suit. No one's going to make you. It was just a suggestion. But why, though? Andrew harped. Why what? 
Just humor me. I get the whole exhibition thing. Like, it's taboo and it's sexy to show off and all that jazz, but why would you want to take off your clothes just to be naked? The half-moon conure pondered to himself. He never really put much thought into why he enjoyed it, other than the basic, I just do, reasoning. So why exactly did he enjoy shedding his clothes as much as he did? Well, there are plenty of reasons people do it, he established. Wanting to be one with nature, supposed health benefits, etc., etc. But if you're asking why I personally do it, honestly, it's just comfier. Comfier? Yeah, like, okay, this is kind of disgusting, but I sweat a lot, especially in hot weather like this. I don't know why, but I just do, and I absolutely hate it. The drops on my forehead falling onto my glasses, the wet shirt collars, and the hair getting greasy, the wet seat from sitting for too long. Ew. Yeah, exactly. That's why I didn't even bother with a shirt today. With this heat, it wouldn't gotten mega gross by now. Pat wasn't wrong about the heat. After all, the forecast called for a high of 90 degrees and a UV index of 8. As nice as it was outside, it was still a far cry from the perfect outdoor weather. Even Andrew had to admit that his shirt was already starting to get damp at the collar. However, looking at Pat's body, it became increasingly apparent to the mountain goat that the body of his clothingless comrade was faring much better in this heat than his own, taking note of the distinct lack of sweat along his green feathers. Okay, so I understand not wearing a shirt, Andrew trusted. But pants as well? You've never taken your pants off the moment you got home from work? I do, once I'm inside and not flashing any of my neighbors. Fair, but I don't have to worry about that here, the avian pointed out. Only an idiot would go to a clothing-optional beach and not expect to see a few dicks out. And even without all the people, the whole thing, it's kind of soothing. Patrick's last words brought Andrew to a halt, genuinely needing a moment to process unexpected information. Soothing? Hmm, the bird answered finally stopping and looking back at his clothed companion. "'You know how freeing it feels to have the wind blowing through your hair?' Andrew nodded. "'Well, it's kind of like that, but when it's your whole body—' Before he finished his sentence, the sky-clad dropped the towel from his shoulder and the cooler handle in his palm. He turned his head forward and closed his eyes. Slowly and serenely, he brought his open hands outward and upward, embracing the moment. "'It feels like nirvana.' As if on cue, a sudden gust of wind rushed in from the direction they faced. The strands of Pat's hair danced along the top of his head. His tail feathers ebbed and flowed as his tail glided along the salty breeze. Andrew could only stand and stare at the scene before him. Even with his bare bits and bottom exposed, the avian's pose and transcendent aura in that moment reminded him of paintings featured in the MoMA. "'Hey, naked bird!' a not-so-far-off voice shouted. Brought back to reality, the duo was made aware of the black and violet figure in the distance, waving and shouting to grab their attention. "'Hey, naked poodle!' Pat called back to Percy with a wave. "'About time you two showed up. I need somebody to get my back,' Percy stated, holding up a bottle of sunblock. "'We'll be right there,' Pat responded as he collected everything he had dropped. "'Come on, Andrew. Don't want to keep her waiting, do you?' Towel and cooler in hand, the mint-coloured metamor made his way to where Percy was perched. The goat followed as well, but not before a simple, singular thought crept into his head. I guess it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Once they had found the undressed dog resting on her beach blanket, the conure and Caprinet quickly settled in. 
Pat plopped the cooler down on the beach blanket and dug into the food and beverages. Meanwhile, per the poodle's request, Andrew had grabbed the sunblock and prepared to give Percy a good old-fashioned rubdown. I just need to get the back done, Percy clarified, as she laid herself down on her belly. I was able to reach everywhere else. What a shame, Andrew said in mock disappointment as he squeezed a dollop of sunscreen into his hand. I would have been sure to do a thorough job covering your body otherwise. Well, who knows? I've been here for a while, Percy teased, sticking her butt in the air. Maybe I'll need a second application real soon. Easy there, you horn dogs, Patrigue interjected, pulling out a pair of sandwiches from the case. I'm not planning on getting kicked out just because you two can't keep it in your pants. What pants? the canine asked, continuing to show off her derriere. Put that thing down, will you? he reprimanded, pointing at the literal downward dog. This is a public beach. Yeah, yeah, we know. The two horned dogs rolled their eyes in unison as they settled down. With their flirting silenced, Andrew began spreading sunblock across Percy's back, while Percy remained still and enjoyed the impromptu massage, even letting out the occasional moan whenever Andrew hit a sweet spot. Unfortunately for her, though, all good things must come to an end. All right, Andrew stated, lifting his hands off of Percy's back and giving her a light smack on the butt. Backside's all good. Hey, she complained, rubbing her tush. He shrugged. Couldn't let the opportunity go to waste. Eh, whatever, she responded, picking herself up and standing on her two feet. I'm going to go swimming. Pat, you want to come? I would, but I'm a little preoccupied now, he answered, motioning to the sandwiches in his hand. You're eating already? I'm hungry. Besides, how do you think I keep this sexy figure, he joked, patting his sizable belly. If that's your plan, she sighed as she turned again and began strolling towards the ocean. Just don't eat everything before we get hungry. Don't tempt me. The poodle continued on her path away from the boys. If Percy had heard the avian's remark, she didn't show any sign that she had. Pat turned to the goat next to him. Yo, Andrew, you want anything from the cooler? Nah, I'm good. Okay, then. And so he began to chow down to his heart's content. With the avian stuffing his face with food and Percy splashing about in the waves, Andrew decided to spend his time people-watching. It wasn't as crowded as the average clothing-mandatory beach, but there was still a decent amount of beachgoers out today. An older flamingo couple off in the distance, sunbathing in their beach chairs, a gecko father teaching his son how to make sandcastles, a menagerie of college kids throwing a beach ball around in the water, and a twenty-something golden retriever chatting up the otter lifeguard. There were a few others, but those individuals in particular happened to catch his eye. Something about them just made them stand out in the mountain goat's mind. Suddenly, the realization struck him. All of them were naked. The flamingo couple, the college kids, heck, even the lifeguard was naked. It turns out Pat and Percy weren't the only ones who decided to forego bathing suits after all. Hanging out with the company that he kept, Andrew had already become very accustomed to casual nudity. However, that didn't explain how uncannily long it took him to realize... Everyone was actually naked. After all, he had eyes, didn't he? Then again, there was an immense difference between the setting of a sexually fueled play party and a clothing-optional beach. Pondering on it, he couldn't help but reminisce about all the kinky hijinks from playtimes past. 
More specifically, he recalled how the doms would make a show out of stripping their submissive partners, exposing their bodies, and allowing them to be ogled and objectified by the other partygoers. Here, however, there was no such spectacle. No weird glances, no catcalling, no sensual touching, no funny business whatsoever. Everyone here was just out and about, relaxing, having fun, and living their lives, only sans clothes. In fact, as far as he could tell, he was the only person here that still had a set of duds on, and the more he doted on that, the more uncomfortable he felt, like he was breaking a rule of sorts. Of course, the beach was clothing optional, not clothing prohibited. Nonetheless, sweat was beating up on his forehead, the ring of his shirt was beginning to feel damp, and the waistband of his trunks started to feel a smidge too tight. Andrew eventually figured out that this was more likely due to the heat than any possible internal conflict he could fathom. And needless to say, there was an obvious solution, both for the heat and the insecurity. That being stated, the goat wasn't exactly sure how willing he was to commit to the idea. He looked back to the pair that accompanied him. Percy was still splashing about in the shallow waves, being the free spirit she usually was. Meanwhile, Pat had just finished the first sandwich he took from the cooler and was now eyeing his second. The canine wasn't necessarily the sole reason behind his adventures in debauchery, but he had to admit that his life had become much more extraordinary once they began dating. And while he hadn't known the parrot for as long as he had known Percy, he was nonetheless glad Percy found somebody who had enjoyed being naked as much as she did. He made a good metamorph. Then he remembered what Patrick told him. It feels like nirvana. It couldn't feel that good, could it? The bare bird in question, still perched next to his cooler, chowing down on the pre-packed sandwiches, appeared to be living his best life, with not a drop of sweat along his brow nor a single solitary fuck to give. Well, even if it didn't feel as good as he said, at least the goat would be in good company. With a shrug... A phrase came to mind, one he'd heard Pat say on multiple occasions. Carpe fucking diem. Tugging at the straps of his tank top, Andrew lifted his shirt off and let it land beside him on the blanket. Almost instantly, the sensation of the salty breeze against his bare torso made the weather feel five degrees cooler than before. The removal of the ring of sweaty cotton sticking to his shoulders didn't hurt either. With the easy part over with, the Capronet dug his thumbs into his waistband. The parrot remarked, Wait, are you? Before Pat even had a chance to finish, the goats tugged his swimwear down until he reached his knees, leaving him nude from the thighs up. Whoa! The avian marveled. Didn't expect that. Hey, you were the one who said it feels like... Woohoo! Yeah! The duo suddenly heard. Spinning their heads in the direction of the outcry, the two found none other than their mutual lover shouting from the salt water. Take it off, baby! Show your stuff! Percy enthusiastically cheered. As the canine continued to clamor like a crazy soccer fan, Pat could only sigh, She's gonna get us kicked out, I swear. Still, he added, turning to Andrew with a thumbs up, Gotta give you props for trying. Andrew smiled as he stepped out of his trunks, finally rendering himself sky-clad. Now adorned in his cloud-white birthday suit, he stretched his arms up to the sky and embraced his state of undress. The gentle wind glided across Andrew's body, hugging every inch of his form and leaving goosebumps wherever it touched. 
It was a pleasure he was familiar with, albeit exclusively behind the locked doors of private bedrooms as Percy played his body like a glass harp. To feel such an excitement from something as natural as a warm summer breeze was borderline transcendent. It was at that very moment Andrew understood why Pat referred to it as Nirvana. "'I think I'm going to join Percy,' he said as he took his first steps toward the tide. "'Wait, hold on!' the conure called after him. "'Why?' "'If you're going to drop trowel, then you need to sunscreen your hips,' he pointed out. "'Don't want toasted buns, do you?' "'Oh, right.' This was Getting Naked at Gunnison by Patrick, read for you by Kaki, your faithful fireside companion. You can find more stories on the web at thevoice.dog or find the show wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to The Voice of Dog.